You're listening to the Quince podcast. The Indian government warned in a statement on 38 March that the COVID-19 situation in India is going from bad to worse and that it is a risk to the entire country. India on 31st March reported 53,418 new cases, taking the tally in the country to 1 crore 21 lakhs 49,335 cases. The death toll increased by 354 to 1 lakh 62,468. And while new variants are emerging across the world, most recently in Israel, there's also news on the origin of the virus. The World Health Organization on 38th March released a joint WHO China study on the origins of COVID-19 and stated that the virus most likely spread from bats to humans. However, the agency's own chief and 14 other countries have raised concerns over the report and have demanded a further investigation into a theory that the outbreak was the result of a laboratory leak. As COVID-19 gathers steam once more in India, making its presence felt in Maharashtra, Punjab and now even in Delhi, the Health Ministry on 24th March announced that genome sequencing by the Indian SARS-CoV-2 consortium on genomics has shown variants of concern or VOCs and a novel double mutant variant in India. So in today's episode we will analyze the findings of the WHO report and also the variants of concern as this quote unquote second wave gains speed in India. To discuss the new variants and what exactly they mean our guest today is Dr. Shahid Jamil who is a virologist and the director for the Trivedi School of Biosciences at Ashoka University. You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Emmat. So let's start with the WHO report on the origins of the COVID-19 virus. A joint report by WHO in China, the study is based on an investigation by the agency's fact-finding mission to the Chinese city of Wuhan, where the virus was first detected. The researchers listed four scenarios in order of likelihood for the emergence of the virus named SARS-CoV-2. The first, direct zoonotic transmission to humans. Second, introduction through an intermediate host followed by a spillover. Third, introduction through the food chain. And fourth, introduction through a laboratory incident. After a four-week visit to the city, the WHO team composed of 17 international experts concluded in the report that it was quote-unquote likely to very likely that the virus was introduced among humans through an intermediate host and that it was quote-unquote possible to likely that the virus was transmitted to humans from animals. Now, the findings of this report were largely as expected and left many questions unanswered, which led to a group of 14 countries, which include the United States, Japan and the United Kingdom, raising concerns over the findings of the report and have asked for a deeper probe in the fourth scenario, which is the laboratory incident, after the report stated it as an quote-unquote extremely unlikely scenario. WHO Director General Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus stated in a tweet on 30th March that he welcomes the report's recommendations but believes that this assessment was not extensive enough. He stated in a tweet and I quote, As far as WHO is concerned, all the hypotheses remain on the table. This report is a very important beginning, but it is not the end. We have not yet found the source of the COVID-19 virus and we must continue to follow the science and leave no stone unturned as we do. As the health organizations figure out the origins of the virus, we have a new mutation of COVID-19 on our hands, which is more contagious in nature. Previously, it took 32 days for the daily COVID-19 case numbers to go from 18,000 to 50,000 mark. But what we are witnessing right now in the second wave in March 2021 
is that the numbers have reached that level within 17 days. I earlier mentioned that the Indian SARS-CoV-2 consortium on genomics has shown variants of concern and a double mutation. So which variants are these and what exactly is a double mutation? Dr. Shahi Jamil, a virologist and the director for the Trivedi School of Biosciences at Ashoka University, weighs in. So at this point, I, uh, I think more than a thousand uh, viral sequences have been uh, done by these, uh, these labs. And out of that, what they have discovered is that uh, the three variants of concern that are present internationally, one is the UK variant lineage, the second is the South African lineage, and the third one is the Brazil lineage. They're all present in the country. The UK lineage is there in maximum number of cases, and that's understandable because of the uh, travel between UK and India. The South African variant has also been found in uh, cases largely uh, travel-related. And the Brazilian variant has been reported, I think, only in one uh, case. What the consortium found was that in about 15 to 20% of sequences that they have done, there is a double mutant combination that has emerged in India, which has not been seen elsewhere. Individual mutations in this uh, lineage have been seen. So there is a mutation called L452R, which originally uh, was seen in California when California went through a big surge in their cases. And the second mutation they found is something called E484Q. Now, the, the important thing is that the E484 mutation has already been found in the South African lineage and in Brazil lineage, but that is E484K. What we are finding is E484Q. That's a different substitution at that position. Uh, so this is a novel combination that has not been seen. And the fact is that it's been found in about 15 to 20% of cases that are being sequenced now. So it, it looks as if there is an Indian lineage sort of emerging at this point. But is this new Indian lineage or mutation responsible for the spike in cases that we are seeing right now in states like Maharashtra, Punjab and even Delhi? According to the Health Ministry, though a new double mutant variant has been found in India, there have not been enough cases detected which are sufficient in numbers to either establish a direct relationship or explain the rapid increase in COVID cases in some states. But are the new mutations a cause of concern? The Health Ministry said that 5-6% to of mutation is normal, but when it impacts the public health or results in increased transmission is when it is concerning. Dr. Jamil explains what exactly double mutations are and which of these new mutant viruses have been discovered in India so far? There is a thing about single mutations coming in the virus, but then, you know, once a single mutation is, is selected in the virus, another mutation could happen in that virus. So a double mutant emerges. Uh, another mutation can happen in, the, happen in the double mutant virus. It becomes a triple mutant virus. And that's how distinct lineages develop. So to give you an example, the UK lineage has 23 different mutations. Okay. Out of 23, there are 17 mutations that make a change in the protein that the virus makes. The others don't 
affect the protein. And out of those 17, eight of those mutations are present in the spike protein of the virus. That's the protein that's critical both for entry into cells as well as uh, binding to antibodies and you know the virus getting neutralized. So this is a very natural consequence. Uh, mutations as happen in, at random, uh, mutations are selected for, and that's why we track and trace these uh, mutations uh, to see what is emerging where. These two have emerged in India. There is another mutation that is found in now about one third of viruses that are coming from southern India, and that's called the N44TK mutation. Uh, and all of these mutations are in the region of the virus surface where antibodies bind to neutralize the virus. So it will have some effect. How much of an effect? It will depend upon which mutation or rather which combination of mutations uh, we are talking about. Uh, individual mutations may not affect the antibody neutralization that much. But if multiple mutations happen in that region, then it becomes uh, a problem. But will the world ever see an end to the pandemic? Will the virus continue to mutate? Dr. Jamil states that these mutations are a natural phenomena and that if the mutation was detrimental to the virus, we won't see it because it will not survive. When viruses replicate, uh, it's like when we are typing something, we occasionally make mistakes. Uh, we have the uh, ability to go back and correct that mistake. Uh, most viruses, RNA viruses especially, don't have the machinery to correct those mistakes. So whatever mutations, whatever changes happen, uh, they cannot be corrected. Uh, having said that, coronaviruses do have a mechanism to correct the errors to some extent. And that's why coronaviruses don't accumulate mutations as much as other RNA viruses do. But mutation is, is a very natural consequence. Some mutations are selected uh, because they provide some advantage to the virus. That advantage could be better spread, that advantage could be evading immunity. And this is, this is what has been seen, that the mutant lineages that are emerging uh, provide some, uh, some positive effect to the virus. Uh, and the same uh, is there with, with these uh, viruses as well. Uh, these, these mutations as well. If the mutation was detrimental to the virus, you would never see it. The virus does not have infinite capacity to mutate itself because after a while, these mutations become detrimental to the virus too, right? So this is a very fine balance that's happening in evolution. Uh, and this is what we are seeing simply because we have more than 200 million cases in the world. We have uh, over eight, 11 million cases in India. At this point, I would say there is no cause for worry, but there is cause for concern. And uh, I think instead of worrying about it, the best thing we can do is to follow COVID appropriate behavior. It's not over yet. It will be over, but it's not over yet. As Dr. Jamil said, it is not over yet. So mask up when you step out, maintain social distancing, and keep washing those hands. If you want to know more about the COVID-19 virus, vaccines, and treatments, 
head over to the Quint Fit and the Quint website. You can also catch all our coverage on COVID-19 on our social media platforms. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.